gas prices. Okay, so you want the good news or the bad news? Well, I like to start with the good news first. How about this? Gas prices, eight cents lower this week. That's good, right? Too damn high. Mm, yeah, I understand that. The price of gasoline in Michigan is coming down, but there are still two problems. It's not coming down enough, and it's not happening fast enough. The folks in Lansing have a pair of ideas that they say will help, and you say, hey, great news, right? There are options. No, bad news. Control in Lansing is split, and Republicans and Democrats can't agree on the best way to reduce the pain at the pump. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. It's true, prices at the pump are a little bit lower. Today, it is March 21st, but before you start yelling, I know that the average price, 4.16 a gallon, according to AAA in Michigan, is 79 cents more than this time last month, and it is $1.41 more than this time last year. If you think about it, lower is a relative term, right? And of course, Metro Detroiters are not happy about it. In fact, they're just angry. Too damn high. Yeah, I understand that. I still feel like we're getting gouged. I don't think there's a gas shortage. A year ago, they, were, they couldn't even get them off the water. Now we don't have none just because we shot a few missiles over a couple weeks ago. Ah, I don't know, man. The oil prices are going down. We should be down to like uh, $3.99 minimum, but it's not up to me. Gas prices here, what's the deal? They're down. What do you think? Are they? Not really. It's four something a gallon. $5 doesn't move your thing at all. So the kids are crazy with gas. Mom, can I borrow? Does it make you feel terrible? It's very expensive. So what to do? A few podcasts back, we talked about what can be done at the federal level to lower the price of gas. You can go on our feed and listen to it. It's got good background information. But what about what to do at the state level? Democrats and Republicans in Lansing have an idea, but it's not the same idea, or maybe it is. We'll talk about that in a minute. For those who like one idea, they don't like the other idea and vice versa. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who is a Democrat, explained her plan to my colleague, WWJ Morning anchor Jason Scott. First, of course, is you'll be seeing those $400 checks hit in the mailbox if you've got an insured vehicle. This is a result of that auto insurance reform I signed a couple years ago. So $400 per vehicle that drivers are going to be receiving right now. So keep your eye out for that in the mailbox. Number two, Giving folks relief in terms of getting rid of sales tax on gas is something we can take action on quickly, give some relief right now with that kind of a pause. The other two pieces are tax relief, and that is repealing the retirement tax. It's 1000 bucks in seniors' pockets and increasing the earned income tax credit for people that are working full-time but can't get ahead. This is a $3,000 relief that'll go to 730,000 families. So if we want to give people relief right now, this is a great way to do it. When the governor mentions dropping the sales tax on gas, which is 6%, she says it'll save Michiganders about 24 cents a gallon on gas. Republican Speaker of the House Jason Wentworth says while that is all well and good, the bills passed by the Michigan House and Senate, both controlled by Republicans, would cut the gas tax completely, which Wentworth says would save 27 cents a gallon. What we're trying to do is make sure that there's maximum savings at the pump while still you know, agreeing and fulfilling our promise to backfill that money. And the, the money would go towards roads, so backfilling that. We have over $4 billion left on the balance sheet. We can afford to spend $725 million to backfill this plan to save people more at the pump. So we're going to continue to fight to make sure that we get maximum savings at the pump. Wentworth and Lansing Republicans say the governor's bill simply is not helpful enough and offers little guarantee. I mean, the governor wants to you know, basically punt it to, the, to Congress by asking them to, to suspend the federal tax. What we're trying to do is take immediate action, uh, pausing the state fuel tax. 
governor, you know, the Senate Dems did some procedural moves because they want to pause the sales tax instead. Frankly, it's a smaller savings today and it will shrink even more as gas prices hopefully fall back to normal. So my plan keeps the savings at a higher level no matter what. A common complaint made by the Democrats in the House and Senate is that the Republicans' plan to cut the gas tax would not take effect until April of next year. Wentworth says yes, that is true, but he also says that was a problem created by the Democrats themselves. The key here is that the Senate Dems uh, and the governor played procedural moves uh, in the Senate to avoid having this conversation. So they did not allow immediate effect. So we have to go back to the drawing table to send another plan to the governor's desk. And hopefully the Dems don't play political games with this one because they're basically trying to bail the governor out. They know that our plan is better. and The governor did not want to have to veto a plan that would take effect. So instead, she vetoed a plan that isn't taking effect until later. So we put dates in the bill so we could make sure that people know what we were trying to do and the Senate Dems denied immediate effect. You know, those bills that Jason Wentworth was talking about that would cut the gas tax in Michigan? Well, Governor Gretchen Whitmer vetoed both of those bills. And it's all about money, of course. See, both the gas tax and the gas sales tax go to help fund several different things like road repair and education. When asked why she vetoed the bills, Whitmer said they didn't take enough outside factors into consideration. You know, at this juncture, we've turned a $3 billion projected deficit into a $7 billion surplus. A lot of that money is one-time dollars. This is not an ongoing surplus. And so making strategic investments, whether it's in repealing the retirement tax or increasing the earning income tax credit or historic investments in education, all of these things are related. And that's why we've got to have robust negotiations deliver on a budget that makes investments for long-term prosperity for people in our state and give people some relief right now. Whitmer never disputed that the savings from the Republican plan was greater than the plan put forth by the Democrats, but when pushed by Jason Scott, she didn't back down. Take a listen. Your sales tax plan, that would save drivers about 24, 25 cents a gallon, if I'm not mistaken. Why go with that as opposed to the 27 cents a gallon plan the legislature is putting forward? Their plan doesn't actually go into effect until next year. People at the gas pump are struggling right now, need relief right now. And that's why the More for My Money plan, which we put out at the end of last week, is really a three-pronged approach to giving people relief right now. Just like Speaker Wentworth, the governor says the state has the money to overcome a lack of gas tax or sales tax on gas. But Whitmer also says she is concerned about protecting other things like education. So her recommendation is a pause on the sales tax at the gas pump. Here she is. We do a pause as an example, 30-day pause. We know that it would take resources no matter what policy we look to. But because of all the incredible growth in education, we think that we can weather it without making any changes to the investment that I propose making in terms of supporting our kids and, and everyone in our schools. We can do both, and I think so long as we're mindful of what the long-term ramifications are on the budget, we can get it done, and, and people will be able to take a breath with all the inflationary pressures that we're all confronting right now. In that last cut, Whitmer talked about not making a rash choice and causing more long-term problems. Wentworth says this gives lawmakers a chance to not only offer relief in the short term, but to make things more clear going forward. When you talk about the sales tax and fuel tax at the pump, I mean, it is convoluted. It's complex. It goes to local governments. It goes to roads. It goes to schools. I think cleaning that up and having a long-term policy change 
that actually helps save people at the pump and make sure that the taxes you spend at the pump goes towards roads. I think that's the ultimate goal here is to make sure that we are saving people at the pump and still making sure that we can fund our roads properly and even better long term. Politicians, they always have an answer, right? It's their job, I suppose. But that doesn't mean they always have the right answer. We've heard from each, the top Democrat and Republican in Michigan in this podcast. But what about an economist? You know, an expert? So, I called one. Hello, good afternoon. Professor Zach Clark at WWJ. That right there, Dr. Tony Doblas Madrid. He's an economics professor at Michigan State University. I asked him if he saw any holes in either plan. Dr. Doblas Madrid said neither were the best idea. Earmarking revenues from taxes is generally not a great idea, although I understand that politically it can be an easy sell because you say, well, you tax this to pay for that, not tax gas to pay for roads. You sort of link the revenue source with the expenditure. But you are also imposing a further constraint that shouldn't necessarily be there. So if one could put all the tax revenues in one big budget and out of that big budget allocate across the necessities of the economy, that would be sort of a first bet rather than having these narrow lines that funds from this source have to be used to pay for this, funds from that source have to be used to pay for that. Dr. Doblas Madrid says that if you're going to take tax dollars to help reduce the price of gas, it should be done in a more targeted manner. While gas prices go up for everybody, the effect that rise has disproportionately affects people of different income levels. As I listened to both Governor Whitmer and Speaker Wentworth talk, it began to seem to me that these two plans weren't really all that different. Both sides say their plans can be covered by a budget surplus, and both sides say they'll offer help right away. So... Are they similar? It really isn't very different. Both of them, in terms of the bottom line, they both have a a similar impact on the after-tax price of gas. They are similar. One thing is certainly clear for Dr. Doblas Madrid. Situations like this that put the squeeze on gas prices and other commodities will continue thanks to our world being so connected and divided. We have a market where geopolitical events can make the price very volatile. We have a market where there are very difficult judgments to make, sometimes with the countries that are supplying the oil and the gas, as we're seeing now is the case with Russia, but also other countries like uh, Iran or Venezuela. There are complicated foreign policy issues involved in that. Even though they are very similar economically, the Republican plan to slash gas prices and the Democrats' counterplan, they're different if only because who is offering them up in an ever-polarizing world. One thing is for sure, though, it doesn't matter for whom you voted. If something doesn't change and change soon, the price of the pump will continue to drain your wallet. I want to thank Governor Gretchen Whitmer for speaking with WWJ's Jason Scott, along with Speaker of the House Jason Wentworth and MSU Econ Professor Dr. Tony Doblas Madrid, who both spoke to me. You can find the latest on gas prices here in Michigan and much more at WWJNewsRadio.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Royal Oak. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.